Die transformatietafel wordt met trots geborg door Maxflex Cables. You are listening to the Transformation Table. Where we talk about God's business. Klik goeiemorgen hier op Anlok Radio. Die man het aan Barcelona. Ons begroet hier in die wonderlijke naam van ons koning. Ons verlosser die Heer Jesus Christus. En uh, my boete al die paard daar uit uh, die kaap wat so mooi moe vanochtend volgesing het. Dit is morgen in my hart. Ek vertrouw dis hoe jy wakker geword het vanochtend met een lied in jou hart. En jy is vanochtend ingeskakel en jy gaan saam met ons keir op die transformatie tafel. Nou ek was gister ochtend genooi en my mannengroep te gaan bedien daar in Mosselbaai. En... Uh, <laughs> Ek nog al die Afrikaners kom hou vakantie in ons voorbij, so ek gaan lekker Afrikaans praat en verachtig. Toe krijg ek sy prijs om my leven toe kan aankom, toe moes ek Engels praat. Nou, soos ek sê, ek het die taal net gebruik vir selfverdediging op een stadium, en as jy om nie baie praat nie, dan raak jy onfiks. En met my tong wat so rol het ek gedag, o gats, ek weet nie wat gemaakt hier, maar ek kan getuig vanmorgen die Heer het my neergedra. En ons is dankbaar dat hy ons deegedraad hier in die nacht. En ek wil julle voorstel vanmorgen aan my boetas en sissas. Ja, daar is nou al sissas ook op. Uh, verskillende plekke, selfs kan ek sê oor die wereld. Boeta Samuel daar in Namibie. En uh, Boeta Menzo, ek gaan hom nou, julle ken hom al. Hy leef ons die transformatie tafel. Dis waar ons net kom sit om die tafel op Zoom. En... Uh, saamgesels, <coughs> as kies toch oor ons vaderse dinge, sy bezigheid, en ons het geleer, as jy na sy bezigheid kyk, kyk en na jou bezigheid. So, uh, goeiemorgen, jylle, boetas en sissas, baie welkom volgend hier op die transformatie tafel, menso, al die pad terug uit Thailand uit, hy gaan bykie met ons deel, wat was daar in die gang, of wat gebeur daar, het jy bykie met my gedeel gestrand, en, uh, Ja, my opgewonde oor die nieuwe jaar. Ek weet nie hoe voel jylle nie, morgen allemaal. Hoe sê, morgen Freek, morgen, morgen Jakku, morgen Chris, morgen Atman, morgen Alida, morgen Samuel, morgen Pide, morgen, morgen Anthony, morgen, morgen. Dankie, morgen. Ons sê, welkom jylle. Wat een voorrecht om weer een bykie saam om die transformatietafel te sit. Ek weet nie um, wie van julle na die liekie geluister het wat ek uh, gister ge- ge- gepost het nie. Uh, come to the table. Um, Freek, ons kan omdag, ek weet nie of jy kan kry net van ons omdag speel. Ja. Maar dit het my so, dit het my so laat dink aan ons groepie. Jy weet, ons, ons, ons hou ons wat gereeld toe om die transformatietafel sit. En Freek, dit het nogal ge- 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 aanklank gevind by my ook oor die manne wat in, in die gevangenis sit. Want... Um, Weet, dit is so voorrecht dat hulle saam met ons om die tafel kom sit. En ons het allemaal, weet, as jy, ek weet nie, kan jy vir ons een liekie speel, dan luister ons om gauw. Ja, ja, ga ek ga weet nie of dit moeilik gaan wees vir jy. En dan kan jy, uh, ga maar net so gauw gauw aan, dan sal ek om gauw krijg. Goedrecht, ek denk kom ons beopen met gebed vir oogend. Um, Atman, kan ek jou vraag om vir ons, uh, ons eerste transformatietafel uh, geleentheid te open vir ons vir 2024, asjeblief Atman. Amen. 
Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this beautiful morning, this beautiful day that you have made. We are so grateful, Lord, for a new year and for a new beginning, Lord. And today we just want to come in the mighty name of Jesus to thank you for your presence already on this table where we as men and women, children of yours, meet and discussing your business. Thank you, Lord, that you will guide us. Thank you for Menzo, our leader, that you will give him the strength to lead again in your power this year. And for everyone, we will come on board and just play their part like a rugby match. Just play and enjoy the game, your game, Lord, that you've planted in our heart. Let your will be done for your sake and for your glory. Amen. Thank you, Friak. Thank you. The quality wasn't great, but I think when you've got a chance, um, the, the, I'll, I'll also post this uh, song on our, um, on our community development group. Uh, go and listen to it peacefully and quietly. It, it describes our, our transformation table perfectly. I think if you, if you guys will forgive me, I'm going to climb into your characters a little bit. The guys that I know, uh, I think you know by now that uh, I can get out of hand sometimes, but uh, you know, the song goes about come and join the table, the sinners that has been saved, and um, join the modly crew. Now, if I look at the 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 the, the, the faces on the on the screen this morning, um, there's a modly crew here, and um, I I feel it in my heart that we are 2024 is going to be the year where those skills that you've developed in your previous lives and your previous um, places is going to be, you're going to figure out that that was training for um, what we are going to have to do in 2024. That is what I feel in my heart. And if I can, if I can just quickly put everybody on the spot, the modeling crew, the, 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 um, the uh, school, uh, the head boy of the school, the, um, the rugby star, the policeman, the gangster, and now the the guy that is preaching, Freak Freak Breek, the change into Freak Breek, is sitting at the table. Uh, Peter, the 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 lawman that is that became the um, the, the the pastor, uh, Atman, the guy that ended up in, in in prison and now is saving the people from prison. Yaku, if I could put you on the spot, the guy that was the owner of the bar in in his town, and now he's doing, making all the changes in town, Samuel, uh, and, and so I can go on and on and on, and uh, I'm, I'm part of that, the guy that thought he was 100% fine with God, and then he realized he didn't know him, uh. and, um, you know, we're joining the table, and, um, and we're sitting around, and we want to invite, um, you know, and I possibly can go into, on some more here, but, um, you know, I want to invite you and more people to come and join us around this specific table. It is the right table to sit at next to the Redeemer, as it says in the song. So, um, Freak, I don't know if you agree. If you listen to the song carefully, this is a, this is actually our theme song that was, um, made by a, a band that didn't know us and they didn't know that they're making it perfectly for us. So uh, that's why I wanted us to listen to it. Wow. We came that, uh, what a blessing. First time I heard it. But especially so special when you see the outcast and the written off and uh, those that nobody actually don't want to invite to the table. 
those are the ones that is invited to the table. Each one of us sitting on this table this morning, even if you are lying in your bed still in your cell listening to us, remember one thing, we all were sinners. We all were lost. We are saved by grace and by faith. We don't deserve it. Uh, it's like Menzo said. <laughs> I said to the guys yesterday at that men's gathering, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I can see amazing grace. And uh, yeah, so uh, what, a f what a privilege to be here after two years back, two years back this time of the, of the year, I was fighting for my life. And uh, there was mornings that I sat on this table behind the scenes with my bucket next to me vomiting. But this was a reason for me to stand up. And uh, yeah, I also want to invite uh, the people on the meeting this morning, our usual faces and friends and par partners and brothers and sisters in the Lord, and even you inside the center. <clears throat> Hopefully, by God's grace, we will be up and running in all nine correctional centers in the next couple of weeks. We're just waiting for transmitters from overseas, and then Unlock Radio will be in medium A Oatswaran, where you are listening to us now about Barcelona. We will be in medium B by the females, God willing, Lady Smith, Prince Albert, Beaufort West, Naisna, George, and Mosul Bay in the youth center. And uh, I just want to say, Lord, two years back, two years back, I didn't even know. I didn't, and to be honest with you, yes, I had faith. My wife said to me in the week, she said, you were sick, but we couldn't see you were sick. <laughs> you still kept on going. But I said, yeah, it was only grace. But you know what? Sitting here this morning, having my voice back to tell the world, even if you listen later to the podcast, that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And if you don't have the son, you don't have life. So it's all about him. It's all about him that we talk his kingdom. Because if you're part of his kingdom, it's a kingdom of joy, peace, and love, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, Menzo, what a privilege to sit among the table. It, I, um, Peter, help me, my brother. Um, it was Malfisabeth that was invited to the table of the king, son of Jonathan. It was the son of... Mephibosheth. Yeah, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. He was living in Lodibar. And uh, the meaning of Lodibar apparently is no communication. A place where there's no communication, loneliness, emptiness, void. You can't hear the voice of the Lord. You're a place where, where's, where's God in this? And uh, he was invited to the table. And he was even saying to the King David, he was saying to King David, how can you invite a dog like me? Was uh, uh, crippled at a... And the, a medical disease was looking after by somebody, but he was invited by the king to come and sit at the table and say, what I have, I share it with you, enjoy it, because of your father, the covenant that I have with your father. So, yeah, what a privilege, what an honor to sit among this table this morning, Renzo. And uh, I, I, I believe the, the Father's heart for us this year on, on the transformation table also, not just helping communities to, to let the kingdom come, but um, 
my word for this year, or what's in my heart, is, is Hebrews 12, verse 1, where there's a, a cloud of witnesses um, shouting for me and you. I just want to show it to you here. Hebrews 12, 11. Now the old, old overtaling, uh, Sê om vir my die mooiste, hy sê, daarom dan, terwijl ons so groot wolk van getuin is rondom ons het, laat ons ook alle, elke las aflee in die sonde, wat so makkelijk omring, en met volharding die weetkloop, luister nou mooi, listen to this, most of the translations, all the translations that I was reading, said you must run this race, with endurance, this translation says, you must run this race, not run it, you must walk it, loop met volharding, die weetloop, loop wat voor ons le. So, this um, translation says, we must walk this race of in, in, with endurance, till the end. We've got this cloud, we've got the supporters on the pavilion, those people who finish the race. They are, they, are, they are the only people that's allowed to sit on the pavilion. The cloud of witnesses, the heroes of faith. Uh, we still need to run this race. And um, so what I believe, and it would be also maybe good to mention if we can share this morning, what the Lord is laying in our hearts for this year. You know, the, the year when we felt uh, we must become gold, and what a year waited upon us the next year to go through the, through the furnace, and we're still in the furnace. God is still busy with us. We don't look like Christ yet. We didn't come to the fullness, the full man of Christ yet. So um, for me, uh, it's focus. Focus in 2024 and focus on discipleship, making disciples. 2024, it's like Menzo said, all your gift, all your experience, your training that you went through, start to invest that back into other people, to bring them to Christ, to bring them into the kingdom and to disciple them so that they can also start growing uh, in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's what I focus, focus on your, the author and the finisher of your faith, Jesus Christ. And uh, yeah, so again, what a privilege. Have you ever thought you will lie, lie in a cell and six o'clock in the morning, just after six, you sit or sit with people amongst a spiritual table Feasting with the King. What a privilege. What an honor. Praise God for that. Absolutely. The modly, the modly crew. Um, yeah, absolutely, Freak. The, I think the, the and, 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 and I want to extend that invitation that you just put out. Uh, guys, put your hand up if, uh, if you've got uh, plans for this year. What do you feel in your heart? What has God laid on your heart for, for, for 2024? I think it's going to be a very important year. Um, uh, I, I want to just add to free about sitting around the table, you know, and, and being um, crippled or smelly or whatever. Uh, God does not, does not care about that. And I had such a good explanation one morning where, um, you know, most of us around here on the, on the table as, as a parent, you know, either father or mother. And, um, you know, uh, one of the joys of having a baby in the house is that the baby um, has, uh, has nappies and those nappies, uh, well, the nappies doesn't have to be cleaned, but the, the baby has to be cleaned. And, um, and it's, not a, it's not a fun job. We, I, don't, I don't think any, any one of us can, can uh, say that that is a, 
a fun job. But the, the important thing is to remember when the baby um, is smelly and dirty, you don't throw the baby away. You just clean the baby. And you love the baby. You don't love the baby less because it's got a smelly behind. And, and that's how our Father God feels about us. You know, if you come in sitting around the table and you've got the smell of sin, and we all have that smell, um, uh, uh, for sure. Um, don't feel uncomfortable sitting around this table. But the first thing you do is ask for forgiveness. You know, that is the first mercy. Ask for forgiveness. And that's why the sinner's prayer is such a powerful prayer, because it starts off there, where you, where you get the Father to, to clean you. To, to to get the smell of you and then and then you're clean you know, then you're clean and then you are welcome around the table and um you know so so the, the important thing is don't ever feel that you are not welcome around the table regardless of your your past your background your the the aroma that you bring um we must more talk one morning about the aroma what aroma do you leave when you leave the room uh, we've 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 had a chat about that, but yes, Chris, go for it, please. I see your hand is up. Tell us, tell us what your your plans is. Yes, good morning, everyone. It's um, lovely to be back. It's twenty twenty four. A lot of challenges ahead for us, but very exciting. And uh, what Menzo actually mentioned, I mean, it is so spot on. I mean, I've been saved for forty three, forty going on forty four years this year. But I've been one of those ones that have had a very slow walk. You know, um, you get these guys, they are quick out of the blocks and they grow with exponential growth. I've been one of those slow growers in life, but that's fine. You know, you know the story about the, the tortoise and the hare. I mean, who eventually won the race? So um, it's not how fast you start, it's how you end the race. But very exciting, um, being born again for 43 years. Um, the end of last year, and it's amazing, it was on the 29th of December, the Lord started speaking to me about Masakani. That's our African, um, you know, brothers where they stay. And the Lord said to me, start a, a Bible study with the youth. So I said, yes, and um, then I called this one brother, and uh, we had coffee yesterday, and he is so excited about this Bible study. And, um, you know, it, it just so interlinks what we want to do in the country, um, you know, with time to rise, building bridges, um, starting, um, you know, uh, how can I say, love cities and uh, entrepreneurial courses, but you first have to build relationships. People need to come to know you, um, you know, and that takes time. So um, he's very excited about it. And um, just pray for me, you know, that this door will not close because I really, really believe that the Lord has called me for this. This is going to be my first step. But on top of it, I really believe that this is going to be an exponential growth spiritually for all of us. God's going to put us in places, what we've learned in um, in our lifetime, our expertise, our knowledge, uh, what we've gone through, it's going to all culminate in this year. And it's going to be a year of growth like never, ever before. We're going to have a lot of turmoil in the country and the world, but don't be disturbed. 
God is going to do something amazing. And I am so, so, so excited about it. That's what I wanted to share. Sure. That's great, Chris. And I think you're absolutely right. I'm also that guy that moves slowly. You know, um, the, the, the hardwood grows, grows slowly. Um, and um, uh, I agree with you. The, the, the experiences that we've picked up is going to be coming, is going to become the, 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 the background and the power. Um, and, and as, as Freak said, loop the vet loop. Then, then run it. You're going to get out of breath. If you, if you walk it, you're going to be, be strong. And, and I, and I believe, you know, that it is the culmination of all the small projects, you know, the, the Bible study there, this and that and that, that's going to come together. And, and, um, uh, I don't know if, you know if you guys are aware of it. Our brother, John Matuthle, as, um, as he's, 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 he's joining us at the table next week. So don't miss that. But he has started he, uh, a political party that, um, that is going to run parallel with, um, with Time to Rise. And, um, yes, I want to make a prediction that he's going to be our president. Um, and, um, and that will be a good thing. You know, we know, we know John's heart and we're going to chat to him nicely next week. So I don't want to do, go too much into this, but I think it is, it is things that have been, been building up over many years that is going to come to get, start getting together. And it is going to be that the, 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 we, and we spoke about it last year, building the wall in front of you, Nehemia, you know, um, just do your part and the whole thing will come together as, uh, as a, as a, as a unit. It is, um, it is a, it, we need a cultural change. Um, I, uh, uh, please guys put your hands up if you've got, um, if you've got any, any, um, revelations or ideas what you're up, going to be up to this year. Um, while, while we're waiting for the guys to put their hands up, us, we, we were 10 days in a, in an island in, um, in Thailand. Uh, there's 5,000 people on the island. It's a fisherman's. Uh, so the, the 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 activities of the day is is, is fishing, prawn farming, and um, planting rice. It's the first time I've seen a rice paddy in my life. I always thought the rice is under the ground, but the rice grows like uh, wheat. Um, and um, you know, but so it's a farmers' community where the where the resort was on, and you end up it's very kind people, lots of very, very kind people, always with a smile. And I, I think they were born with a smile and, and nobody's ever seen anybody frown on that island because nobody, I've, I've not seen a single person not smiling uh, by the time, the, the time that we were there. But the interesting thing is 5,000 people, they've got no police force. They never needed a police force. They don't understand what a police force is. There's no crime. How is that possible? You know, it sounds almost like it's like it's a dream, you know. And here's people that live that way, and they do not know. I mean, I think if I try and explain to them what goes on South Africa, they would think I'm mad. You know, how is that possible? As we see it, and and that was for me a revelation and a lot of things. And 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 they are not, they are not wealthy people. You know, it is a it is a um, subsist subsistence farming. Um, community uh, so these guys are not you know if you're a wealthy guy there you've got a 125cc motorbike with a frame on the side where the where the family is actually very cool it's a it's a little scooter with a frame on the side and another wheel 
and and benches. And they sit easily with that little 125 scooter, five, six people. Uh, and that's how we travel. You know, if you wanted to go somewhere, you got a tuk-tuk and uh, there you go. And it's very comfortable, nice chair, roof on it. I'll send you some photos. Um, but that's a wealthy man, you know. Um, and um, and and they've got... So, so obviously, crime is not... Uh, or, or poverty is not a reason for crime. That's the one thing. That's a that's the main thing I've learned. Poverty is not the the origin of crime. But uh, yeah, I just want to leave that with you. We'll talk about that a little bit further. The Lord has been speaking to me about that and understanding how attitudes and entitlement has got a big um, weight on how we function and what we do. Um, and uh yeah so sadie good morning um please go ahead uh good good morning family um and thank you very much for 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 this uh, transformation and community development platform which is a godly driven platform and i'm just going to le- le- uh, to link with um what you've just said that uh, poverty is not the reason for 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 crime and that um you know the issue attitudes and entitlements are actually what are killing our people and um uh, what 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 the lord has laid uh, in my heart and and uh, what i have also been doing in the past years but which i feel that um uh, particularly through um this uh, uh, um this within the context of uh, time to rise I think we'll be able to move a lot in that area. It is for transformation of the people's minds because the, you know, the people have got this mind lack, lack mentality uh, to move them, shift them from the mentality of lack to the mentality of abundance and, and to create awareness uh, among people that God has given uh, everyone a gift or a talent and we've got we've got all these gifts uh, talents and other assets which people can use to to break the the cycle of poverty uh, starting with the spiritual gift we've got you know the if you look at the five gifts uh, and and the, I'm actually aligning that to to Ephesians 4 uh, uh, which talks about equipping the saints from verse 11 to 13 uh, which says and he gave the apostles the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, uh, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the faith, uh, to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood. Um, for, for me, th- this is about equipping uh, people for the kingdom, uh, people's mindsets, uh, as you know, the, the the mindset of entitlement, of dependency, which actually has been uh, created, uh, unfortunately, by um, the government, which is leading us now, uh, uh, which actually has uh, you know um, kept our people in in poverty and and poverty of the mind, poverty of the spirit, uh, poverty in all dimensions. So uh, for me, it is about really transforming the people's minds to say, let us not look at things with our own eyes. Let us uh, look at things with a spiritual eye and see prosperity and see, because God says his plans for us is not to harm us, but to prosper us and to give us hope and a good future. 
But then we also have got to use the talents, the gifts that God has given us, and to use the assets that we have uh, to be able to uh, uh, break the cycle of poverty in all areas of people's lives. Uh, thank you very much. Sure, Sadie, that you're speaking right into my heart. You know, I was reading something that uh, something posted. Um, uh, I'm not sure, Peter, may help me with the the, the, the pronunciation of this. Uh, Bez, Bezalel, that was equipped to to um, you know do the things in the in the in the. Um, uh, sure, my English is dropping me here. Uh, in the tab- is it the tabernacle, um, uh, Peter? Um, no, but God put His Spirit in him with all the gifts and the skills to do what needs to be done in the temple, sorry, um, that had to be, the, the things that had to be done there. And those things has been developed from him from young. And I think we all have that um, process that's going on. And, and and that's why I said to Chris, you know, the the process is slow, but the process is purposeful. You know, it is, it is not, it's not wasted. Just because it's slow doesn't mean that it's not working. It is definitely moving. Um, Samuel, I see you've got your hand up. Samuel, I think you're on mute. No, Samuel, we can't hear you. Okay, let's give Peter a chance quickly. Peter, go for it. Okay, Uh, just to come back to uh, what Sadie said and uh, Friak's mention of Mephibosheth in Lodibar. Uh, Mephibosheth was of royal birth. He was a son of the king. And yet he was a beggar in Lodibar. And he had got used to begging. It's a mindset that uh, Sadie is talking about. And so when he was offered the place at the table, his his uh, self-insecurities wanted to keep him in the Lodibar poverty mindset, you see. And now it is a fact that the government will use the, the 350 rand as a weapon in the elections. They will do that, like Sadie said, to keep the people in a poverty mindset. And now our challenge is to operate in the opposite spirit. And now, uh, like Sadie said, you're talking about talents. I have been researching that parable Do you know that a talent, they've estimated that a talent uh, in those days worth $300,000 US is 5.7 million rand. And uh, the one servant was given five of those. That's 28 million rand. And, uh, And what that parable actually speaks about where the man comes back and he says, because the Lord is coming back, and somebody mentioned, yeah, we've all been given talents and that, and that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Uh, the Lord comes back and he says, but 
Why didn't you use what I've given you? Those who have will be given more. And even those who don't use will be taken away from them and given to the one who has the most. And so the challenge is, is that really fair? Why not give it to the one who got the two so that he can get closer to the one who got the five? But that parable is not about fairness. That parable is Jesus coming back and saying, I have given you opportunities. And you and I are being given godly, divine appointments, opportunities, doors mm -hmm. opening. And we've got mm -hmm. to walk very quickly, very carefully, mm -hmm. and look fast, like I keep mm -hmm. saying. And the Lord, you will see the opportunity that he gives you. And it it can be, it's not for us to judge what is a big opportunity and what is a small opportunity. They are all massive opportunities. Even if it's just to get one person uh, one step closer to the Lord. it's That's what it's about. Focus, like Frederick said. So I just want to leave that with you, is that those who use the opportunities God gives them will be given more. But those who don't use the opportunities will be worthless servants. That's what that word says. You're a worthless servant. There's no value to you. God can't use you. And he will take away. He will stop giving you opportunities. And that is a terrible place to be. So uh, that's our challenge for this year, is, uh, is look quickly and uh, make a decision that you will not refuse any opportunity that the Lord gives you. doesn't matter how scary. It doesn't matter if it's a different race group or color or uh, whatever, whatever. Make a life-changing decision to go through every ministry door that the Lord gives you this year, whether it's that Bible study in the black area or whatever, you know. So that's it. Uh, we've got to get rid of the Lodi bar mentality, the beggar mentality, if you want to sit at the royal table. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Peter. Yeah, it reminds me, uh, we were very young. Um, I, I, I can hear my, me and Chris are the same age, and, and Freak is about the same as us. Um, you know, I think we were young boys when when uh, there was a show on the TV called The Money or the Box. And you didn't know what was in the box, but you know how much the money was. And that is my fear. The guys are choosing the 350 slave wage because they cannot see what's in the box. You know, and if if their eyes can be opened to just see a glimpse of what poss possibly is in the box, what will how would that be? You know, if they they just open their eyes and see what is possible, you know, and and then believe in a God that is uh, not limited by the possible, yeah. And and I think that is that is the 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 the, the thing, and also seeing what is the possibilities within you. Um, 
what what can you know the it starts with uh, uh, Bible study. There's three guys that show up the first night, and then maybe the next time you go, there's only one guy. But eventually, it will grow, yeah. and um, and that is that is that we need to see further. You know, um, Samuel, are you back? Have you got your your mute problem solved? Yes, Mensa. I believe everybody can hear me. Yeah, uh, once again, Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, okay, what I wanted to share with the team this morning is, uh, Menzo, you will remember, was it last year or before last year, I was, I came up with something, with a business plan that I want to make tables and so on. But so far, it seems that things are not working out. Uh, which is not only worrying me so much, but there is something uh, for this year that what God has now given me is that uh, I will now start and run a prison ministry, which is already registered, but uh, so said in Afrikaans, but now things are getting so clear, the picture is clear and I can see everything and I see the direction in, in which God is now leading me. So I have decided, no, I will run the prison ministry as an interdenominational in, to also cooperate with other churches. So what has happened is that my wife is next to me and I have now picked also some people in different churches, which is also in leadership. So a team of six people is enough. And I speak to the people and they are very happy. So I make a copies of a plan and I give, and they are very happy. So next week, I will sit with them and also share the idea broader. So I believe this came from the Lord and things will work out. And uh, well, uh, the other thing, uh, in the team uh, last year, and on one of our meetings, there was something like uh, community development. No, no, I, I wrote something around community development concerning prisoners. I think I will send just a little piece later on the group, on the table, and everybody can read. Yeah, so I'm very happy with how the J is studying. So things are waiting. I, I'm also on my way to go and give a kind of a memorandum to the Commissioner General of the Prisons, Ministry of Safety. So things are working out. So I will also ask the team just to pray for me. Yeah, because in a prison ministry, finances are needed. Okay, in Namibia, we have only 14 correctional facilities, which is now open. Thank you, Menso. Mm. Samuel, that's awesome. Let's hope uh, you are so, so successful that there's no prisons by next year. And then you'll be out of a job and you'll have to look for something else to do. That would, that would be the, 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 how you measure your success. So uh, that, is, that is a terrible way of looking at it, eh? that uh, your successful, successful uh, ministry will lead that you're out of a job. Uh, Samuel, you had your, uh, Atman, you had your hand up? Morning again, everybody. Yeah, I'm 
I'm just getting more excited when I'm looking at Samuel's smile. Because yes, just yesterday, I had a long chat with uh, someone who was with Sami in prison, whom Sami introduced to me. And he is now doing uh, uh, work in the prison in Uppington, where we were going to next week. And yo, the report he gave me about Sami, it is really a true reflection of the men here around this table. And it's, it, it, it makes me so excited. And from my side, there's a lot of excitement, uh, but also a lot of responsibility coming my way. And I am really blessed to be in part of this journey on the table so far because it really shaped me for what is coming. Um, and for long, we've prayed for breakthroughs and breakthroughs. And like Coach said there, it seems that just Father is throwing open the gates of heaven now with us in our ministries and what we really love to do. And as Sami said, where your passion is, God is really opening the doors now in prisons, in the schools, in the homes and and everywhere. But on my side, it seems also that God is going to come with his great provision to allow us really to do what we need to do in ministry. And that is for me very exciting. I'm glad for everyone that believed in me and gave me so much confidence, especially here. I know, Menzo, uh, I was a little bit very shy when I came to the table in the first place. <laughs> but then I just grew familiar with the, the guys and the ladies also now that uh, joined the table. And we are looking forward for very exciting times. And you're talking about crime and Sammy, you're talking about writing a book about about that. Uh, when I was listening to Royas yesterday, I thought, yes, Royas, don't be shy. Because we we can join your police force when you become the minister of police and sort out crime in South Africa forever. Thank you so much, guys, for this opportunity. I don't think it's possible for, for Royas to be shy. shy. Do you think it's, he's capable of being shy? Never. <laughs> you had your, you've got your hand up. Yes, thanks. Uh, Sami, I just want to find out, um, is he still on the prisons? Those 40 pres 14 prisons in, in Namibia, uh, uh, are, they can understand English? Is it part, do they speak English in the prisons there? Maybe, maybe some of them still speak Afrikaans, but... Uh, yes. yes, mostly English. Praise God. So we'll start with the application to in, install Unlock Radio in that 14 prisons in Namibia. Come again? We need to start with the application. We need to start speaking to them that we can install Unlock Radio uh, in those 40 correctional centers, 14 prisons in Namibia. That can help you also a lot. Yes, yes. But we'll speak about it. Yes. Awesome. I just want to share with you something, Menzo. Uh, yesterday morning, like I said, when I went to that men's ministry, 
I was thinking of Afrikaans, and for a couple of while now, the Lord is really laying into my heart to start speaking English again. When I was staying in Gauteng and up in, 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 in the free state, working in those prisons a lot, I often speak only English. I was speaking only English. But when we came to the Western Cape, it is like I said, it's like if you don't speak English a lot, you get rusted. You, 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 you become unfit. And um, so uh, in oh, more than 22 years back when I was um, uh, called into prison ministry, uh, when I was um, uh, appointed as a spiritual worker at Kugelstorp Correctional Center where it all started, when I was appointed, they asked me, if I can go into the cells six o'clock in the mornings and give the guys in the cells a, a word of encouragement. That's why I was so driven to get the radio into the prisons and into the cells. And uh, they will give me a translator and an official that will go with me six o'clock in the mornings. Now to cut a long story short, it was uh, the sentence su section in Krugersdorp there was over 1,400 centers, uh, guys in that se uh, se uh, uh, section, 1,400, and over 900 guys gave their lives to Christ. We could give each one of them a Bible in their language, the Lord provided. They started doing Bible studies. We were discipling them by God's grace, and a true revival broke out in a, broke out in a prison it was not in the news when they wanted to burn the prison down and people were raping each other and killing each other. That was in the news. But when God was starting to work and God was starting to change the atmosphere, when transformation came, when the revival came, I'm talking about true revival, four generals in the number that six, seven prisons didn't want to take them in. One of these generals, Vickers Burtis, that used to be a general. His testimony afterwards, uh, just before, a few years before he was released, when the Lord saved him, was an Afrikaans that they say, Weet jy hoe slag is jy, as sewe tronke jy nie wil nie. If seven prisons don't want you, and refuse to take you, you're lost. You, you really, really, is more sagerwees. And those, and those four guys came to repentance. One of them was the Muslim leader uh, in that prison. They came to Christ, and the generals were starting to lead the inmates. They had a Jesus march in the prison. They did so many Bible studies, they couldn't provide them with envelopes and stampage, postal stampage anymore. A true revival. And out of those guys that was released, we don't know that we know of. Some of them, uh, uh, if maybe some of them went back to prison, but most of them never went back to prisons. And I'm talking about more than 22 years back, 20 years back. And that's why I was, I was really oh, praying and waiting on the Lord, like I said the other day, to get this radio station into the prisons. Now, God willing, I will be again six o'clock in the mornings in the cells. I remember one morning, it was a special morning, just when I entered the cell, I walked in and I said, good morning brothers, greetings, and uh, I'm here to tell you that, the, that uh, God loves you. And a guy started to cry, 
on his bed crying. He was really, he was really in tears and, and you could see he was overwhelmed. And then he said to us, just before I came into the cell that morning, remember, this is a sentence, prison, got people that didn't steal sweets, is locked up there. It's serious customers. They, uh, this guy said he was lying on his bed that morning, praying and say, God, Father, Lord, if, if you're still there to hear me. He was praying in Afrikaans. It was a colored man, but he said, I, I, I just want to know if you still love me. I did so many bad things. I, 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 I backslided and is there a way that you can just tell me that, that you still love me? The next mo a moment, the cell, what is the chance that the cell gate will open six o'clock in the morning? A white oak walks in, a whitey walks in, and he says, I'm here to tell you that God loves you. He burst out of tears, in, into tears because nobody heard what he was praying, but God heard him. So uh, when I listen to Samuel now, and he's talking about focusing, focusing on the present ministry, Again, coming back to the race, and we have often said this on this meeting, stay in your lane, run in your lane, walk in your lane, stay, don't try to run in somebody else's lane, you're going to mess up yourself and other people, stay in your lane and call, just do what God calls you. I've been doing a, a study on the book of James, and the book of James is like, the, uh, the New Testament Proverbs for me. This guy was like, it's good, you must, you must believe that you are saved by grace. It's good to have faith. But if your deeds doesn't show me that you have faith, your deeds must show me that you're a man of, or a woman of faith. You're a man and woman of God. Your actions, how you live, just David always said, om iemand raak te leef. Peter, help me with that in English, because I can tell you deal with the same. You have to, who leaves you in English? Help me, Gauw Buta. I don't know. I don't know how to translate it. That means uh, make an impact. Make a kingdom impact on the people you meet. Amen. See now, second Afrikaans word that you need to change. So it's food stewards. Die ATC voetstoots beteken, jy vat om soos hy voet, voor jou voete le, met alles, as is, ja, as is, met alles wat jy kan sien is stikkend, en dit wat jy ook nie kan sien is stikkend, jy vat om net so, en prijs die Heere, hy vat ons voetstoots. Amen. Amen. Maar hy los jou nie so nie. Amen. Hy gaan jou, he makes you better than you ever were. Ja, hy gaan jou, hy gaan jou, hy gaan jou pan opbied, hy gaan jou oordoen. Nee, omtrent. We, we were talking about the refiner's fire um, closing last year. So, yes, there we're back at the panel beating, getting you sorted out, touching you up. My my guys in, 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 the, in the factory talks about if, they, if they're going to beat someone up because they're naughty, they say, I'm going to touch him up. So, uh, uh, <clears throat> we get touched up. Yes. Yeah, so that's uh, Samuel, that's awesome. And, and I agree with Friek. Uh, stay in your lane. You know, um, don't be disappointed that your furniture business did not work out. It's not, it was not, it was not God's plan. God's plan is for you to do what you need to do.
now, and the rest will come. Yeah, yeah the, 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 our, our friend Nico has got such a good saying. He says, God will maintain if you maintain it if you are in God's will. Yeah, you don't have to try and make the money to um, do the prison ministry. And Friet, I think you can uh, you can give us some testimony on that. You know, um, you do what you need to do, and you start moving, and God will maintain it. And 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 I've seen that so many times that uh, you don't have to you don't have to cover all the bases. You just have to be obedient. Uh, do you agree with me, Friet? Uh, for sure, uh, Menzo, and that's again coming back to, yes, you have need to have the faith because we can't please God without faith. But your actions, your deeds, your how you respond, faith that is not moving is not faith. That's dead. Faith needs to be, that's why uh, in faith, saying to Samuel, start negotiating that we can install Unlock Radio. The next question that's going to come from that side is, Who's going to pay for it? Five says, just give us permission, we'll do the rest. Do I have the money already in the bank account? No. Is it in my father's account? For sure. <laughs> for sure. So in the five, in the spirit, it's already transferred. It's already done. You know, when we uh, started with Unlock Radio last year, and when we up to now saying to you that we are appointed as service providers in the Southern Cape over these nine centers. It was my wish to have it installed in all nine centers before Christmas, 2023, the end of the year. Unfortunately, with the holidays and overseas, it didn't happen. But by faith, it's going to happen. And then, will it, will, will it not be awesome to speak on this transformation table on Thursday mornings? And we also in the 14th. Anthony, just mute yourself, brother. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be, uh, and that's going to happen. So, again, coming back to faith without works. One of the Afrikaans translations says you are a dead body. It's, it's, there's nothing. Start to become pass, uh, uh, unpassive, become. Um, you know, compassion about what, what you are doing in this year. Uh, Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise, Jerusalem. Now, I want to say to myself, arise, Freak. Arise, South Africa. Arise, Samuel. Arise, Peter. Arise, Sandy. Let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. So darkness, the prisons are full with darkness. But the Lord says, let your light shine, arise, stand up and do something. Like I said to them yesterday, the, the disciples came to the Lord and they actually interrupted him when he was pre uh, 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 preaching to the people. And they said, send the people home, stop preaching, send them home, they are hungry. And he said to them, you give them something to eat. Stop complaining about the government or what the government and this and that. Start, you arise, you shine because the light of the world is inside of you. And if light comes, darkness must flee. God is light, there's no darkness in him.
So just make sure that the light in you is not darkness, but that it's God's light. And uh, yeah, so uh, faith without works is dead. Faith needs to move, needs to move forward, progress. And uh, God is faithful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. If God started something, he will finish it. Amen. And that step, and that step for you, because the step is not from where you are to the final goal. The step is the first little step. No. Just take the first step. Then yep. you take the next step. I remember, remember, remember Willem was, uh, was very overweight and he, and he lost the weight and he, and he went to go and climb Kilimanjaro. And, uh, and the guide said to him, don't climb the mountain. Just conquer the next step. And then the next step. And then the next step. And eventually we'll have the mountain conquered, but do the first step. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Peter, you had your hand up. Yeah. Um, like Sadie said, we need to change the people's attitude and release them from the Lodibar uh, beggar spirit mentality. And we can sit here and say, well, how on earth are we going to do that? But in fact, God's already ahead of us on that thing. And it's him that we have to watch what he is doing. And uh, our challenge is like we've been saying, and that's what's coming through this morning, is the devil will not flee from you until... You call out to God. If you don't call out, he's not going to go. But the minute you call out, he has to go. And so we've got to become active. Faith is a work word. You are faithing that that chair you're sitting in can carry your weight. You're faithing it. And so we need to understand that, that faith is a doing word. You see, uh, it's not just a, a noun word, it's a word word. And so to, to the story that we all know is the man caught in the flood on the top of the roof of his house. And I bid for the year, Lord, save me. And the canoe comes past and the and the boat comes past, and the helicopter comes past, and he refuses all of them. And then he's, he drowns, and he meets up with God, and he moans at God, I prayed, and you didn't save me. And the Lord says, but I sent the canoe, and I sent the boat, and I sent the... And so we cannot just put a nibaviach. We cannot just pray and say, okay, well, now God's going to do it. We have to partner with him. He doesn't partner with us. We partner with him. You go and find out what he is doing and add your weight there. If you throw your weight into furniture business and God is doing something else, guess who wins? Guess who loses? And so that's our challenge, is to partner with God and to see what he is doing and where he is doing it. 
It might be just a little group of people up at a prayer circle or a Bible study in in a home area or whatever, you know. And so the point I want to make is we cannot just remain on active. We have to cry out to God, listen carefully to what he says, everything that he tells you, and then obey 100% immediately. And that's the way this nation will change. Thanks, guys. Good chat today. Absolutely. I actually... Sorry, Peter. I actually want to I want to um, wake up something here for uh, so next week we've got John uh, visiting us around the table. The week after that, I think we should have a chat about uh, Freak that um, the aroma in the room. You know what you bring into the room and what you leave behind you when you leave the room, because that's how you start these things, uh, Chris. The the you 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 started the process by coming into the. Uh, having a cup of coffee with your with with the guy that's going to partner with you on this with a certain aroma you know you brought in the smell and 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 I always talk about when we go to a mighty men there's a certain smell at the mighty men there's a aroma a, a a fresh smell there's something special about them and 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 the and the facts should contradict what I'm saying now because you've got a lot of men very poor ablutions no showering facilities you know uh, uh, it, is, it is a place that should be smelly, but it's not, you know, and, and I'm not talking about the physical smell, of course. I'm talking about two weeks from now. Let's have a talk about that because that's actually how you start a ministry. It is the, the aroma that you, that you bring. And it's obviously not yours, but I mean, the aroma that you bring. So maybe just put some thought in that and we'll have a chat in two weeks about that. Uh, Atman, um, I see you've got your hand up. I just want to leave some encouragement to all of us and also to those that will listen afterwards. Because for me, it seems that God is very getting very practical now. I was going to church on Sunday. And as I arrived in church, I have a certain place that I used to sit, <laughs> that I love to sit. So my wife and the kids, they love to sit on the other side. I don't know if they want to see the pastor from a different angle, but they love to sit there. And I am sitting on a place on the left-hand side where I always find my seat empty when I get there. But on Sunday... When I entered the church, greeting all the brothers, because I'm not going to church always, you know, I'm in the field, whether I'm in the prison or in the the, the rehab. So I'm they, they love to see me when I actually come to church. And I was seeing that someone is sitting on my chair whilst I was greeting the others. And uh, one of the ushers, he was having a, a, a very uncomfortable time with this specific person so I came nearer so he just thought that he will shake off this person to me and this guy was broken this guy was dirty this guy was and he was sitting on my chair and he left and I was going to sit next to him ask him his name and whatever he was smelling like alcohol he was he was beaten 
up the night before. First thing he asked me was for, can't I help him with some money? He need to go to Mitchell's plane. And all eyes were on the two of us because just a week before, a car was stolen and there was broken into some cars on the in the parking area. So people, they just thinking, hey, just what is this person trying to do something here? But I just embraced him and loved him for the whole service. He helped him when, when we left the church. And I was just thinking when I left, wow, the love of the father. Something happened to this boy that he will never forget, even in his state where he need to go. So this this was for me really a wake-up call, and that's why I want to share it with our people. We want to change South Africa, and we have all the ability to do it in this year, 2024. But we must change our attitude towards, towards the lost. Those men could have left that church and would have never returned to any church again. He just needed love. He just needed comfort. And before I arrived, there was nothing of that inside the church. And that is not that I badmouth the church. It is something that I would really address our brothers and sisters and help them to start to show that love. But it is an eye-opener for us, especially on the transformation table and those who will listen later that we need our to change our attitude and the aroma that we will talk about the week after next week. That is all about it. That is the only way how we will bring change. That is that is the basis of the whole story, Atman. You know, um, when I was saved in 2008, um, Angus said, there's a couple of things that we have to do. But he said to the business guys, go back to your business and bring word, bring my message, bring the Evangelii uh, 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 to your workers in your time. Not in their time, not in lunch time, not in tea time, not before work, not after work, but in your time. And um, that's what I did. And it's now, sure, 15 years later, before we closed uh, for business, one of one of our guys came to me with a, with a, with money. I mean, it's two days' wages, right? He came to me and said, "This is for the church." So I said to him, "Which church?" He says, "Our church." I said, "We're not in the same church." He says, "No, no, no, our church." And I figured out he's talking about the company, the business. And I thought, okay, that is an interesting uh, way of thinking about it. Now the church is. The guys are giving money to the to, to our church, and um, and and then I realized, and I said to him, "Why? Why do you want to do this?" He says, "Because it's important." And I figured out we started up our business again on 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 Tuesday, and you know the guys come back from holiday, they not uh, they 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 um, often are. You know, they they spend their money for for their their bonuses and everything, so they come back to work hungry and mopey and not happy. But Tuesday morning we started up beautiful. My factory was running full capacity. My nine o'clock normally we have lots of trouble getting all the machines going. Um, but I want to encourage the guys that have that's business owners. 
And if you've got two guys working for you or 40 guys or 400 guys or whatever, this is a, this is a ministry on its own that has got massive power and massive reward. So, and it, all you're doing is touching the guy next to you, Atman. All you're doing is just loving on the guy next to you. And um, that is how we change this. Freak, I interrupted you. You had your hand up. So. No, thanks, Menzo. That's very important what you said. I just want to finish my story. I need to testify about this, the goodness and the, and the kindness of the Lord. Struggling with this English thing, because of the sickness two years back, the cancer, uh, you, most of you know, or some, most of you will know or remember that my voice was actually completely gone at one stage. And getting back to what my voice was before I got, became sick, uh, I was in a very, very bad place with my self-confidence. Remember, yeah, let's just listen to my heart. My self-confidence, my, especially the radio, starting my own program again. And it was easier for me in Afrikaans because that's my home language. It's, it's, I'm an Afrikaner. And, um, but I was still struggling, especially some of the mornings on the transformation table. I didn't want to say anything because it was like, and if Menzo asked me something, it was like your nose is stuffed. It's like you are a, like a budgie. Your mouth is full of seed. Um, your tongue is rolling. And when those guy, that guy asked me yesterday to speak in English, I was so, I, I was rattled. I really was rattled. It was a, a, a quite a big uh, restaurant, coffee shop where they meet. And there was almost 50 guys. They had no speaker, no mics. And I was thinking, Lord, is, is, is my voice going to make it? Is my voice going to make it? I, 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 I must, is, it still, am I still possible, is it possible for me? to speak harder and uh, uh, you know this thing about faith uh, and to arise and shine just to stand up and trust me Um, because I I promise you Freak I will restore your voice I will loosen your tongue you've got a promise for me and trust me but still when he said English I was thinking no I'm going to be like a budgie now I'm going to make a noise and I'm, I'm and I was just in myself praying and say, Father, I'm here. I get up gedag. But if you're not here now, and I know you're in me, Holy Spirit, I know I'm completely, completely uh, uh, of from you. Uh, what is of now? We all get the, uh, uh, Peter. Dependent. Dependent. Thank you. I'm completely dependent on you. Now, the word says, blessed is the man who knows he's completely dependent upon the Lord. So when I opened my mouth, um, and yeah, it was times like now, also there's a word and people help you, and it was laughing. I told them about the time years back when I had to give my testimony in the English church, uh, at Methodist church, uh, one evening, and I, need, I wanted to say to the people I was a thief. But I couldn't get thief. In Afrikaans, it was a diff. But I couldn't get thief in my mind because I had to work with this thing and I was struggling those days. I couldn't even say what was the English of Peters. I didn't get to Peter. It was like Petra, Petros. But uh, that evening, I was, I was, uh, the next word came out of my mouth. I was a stoner. And <laughs> so, <laughs> Everybody was laughing and saw that this is a difficult 
person that the Lord sent here tonight, a different breed. But what I wanted to tell you, what the Lord did for me yesterday morning, breaking that fear in my life, to say, I got, we started the radio station now, Freak. You need to start more speaking in English. I want you to speak to them again six o'clock in the mornings in the cells. Not going to be for 15 or 20 minutes. I'm going to, you can take as long as you want, but let's take an hour. Let's call it Arise and Shine. But I want you to speak in English. Not knowing Samuel is going to say this morning that 14 prisons in Namibia and they speak mostly English. I got a word yesterday morning that it's going to go internationally. So my that self-confidence just by not speaking on the mic because my voice doesn't sound good. And in radio, you will often hear, do you have a radio voice? And I'm like, like I said, you're like a budgie. You make noises and, and it's through your nose and it's sinus and your tongue is rolling. But at the end of the day, I can testify to you this morning that God came through for me yesterday morning and he broke that thing in my life. So I just wanted to testify about that. It's really, we are serving a good God. Thank you. That's powerful. I remember how you struggled. Um, you know, just to tell the people that your cancer was sitting here in your, in the side of your uh, lower neck on your, on your, um, your, where your voice box and everything is. So, um, you know, hearing your voice, I, I remember even yesterday when I spoke to you, just hearing your voice again, you know, there's lacquer because I know that that voice is going to do some, you know, it's your instrument. It is your sword. You know, the, God gave you a, a big body. I can just imagine how I must have felt for the, the guys in, in prison when you walked in through that door and, and possibly uh, uh, the little bit of light that came in through the door was was uh, cast out because uh, Friek is a big guy. And um, But your powerful sword is not your you know, physical, it's your it's your voice. And um, hearing your voice is still, it's still a blessing. And I can hear it getting better all the time. So, so. I'm very glad for that. Uh, Chris, you had your hand up. Yeah, Freak, um, thank you so much for your testimony. And um, yeah, it's just amazing what the Lord has done in and through your life and where God is going to be taking you. And it's all a matter of walking out and trusting God and, and, and believing. And then I just want to link up with what Peter said uh, about, um, you know, it's not my agenda, it's God's agenda. And when God speaks to us, we need to be obedient to his voice, um, even although it looks sometimes a bit crazy. And um, we need to then step out in faith and do what God tells us to do. Interesting word that I just want to share out of the word of God. And um, it comes out of Job. And we know what Job went through. And um, he lost everything. Eventually, God gave everything back to him. But he went through a terrible tri trial. He, he actually lost his family, everything, his um, wealth. He was on the ash heap, if I can put it like that. And he had a lot of counselors that were telling him uh, it's because of this and this sin in your life and it's because you didn't do this right, etc., etc. But an interesting word in Job 22, and you guys must go and read this, Job 22 
verse 21, and it links up with what Peter said. Now, acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby, good will come to you. So what it's saying, now agree yourself with God and be at peace. Thereby, good will come to you. Amazing uh, scripture is that when we acquaint, when we agree with God, what he wants to do in and through our lives, then peace will come to us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Chris. It is so true. Uh, Sadie, I see you've got your uh, hand up. Thank you. Yes. Uh, th thank you very much. Uh, I also want to encourage us um, uh, through um, Romans 12, verse 3, which says, you know, every, each and every one of us has been given a measure of faith. And and which to me uh, means that, you know, um, as believers, uh, every believer receives the exact gift and the resources that he or she needs to fulfill his role or her role in the body of Christ. So as we are in this transformation room, we all have been given a, 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 measure, a, a measure of faith and we all have been given uh, uh, gifts and resources uh, for us to be able to, to, to do or to fulfill the assignments that God has, has given us. And, and faith in itself is, is actually a resource that God provides. And, and as we use our gifts to carry out uh, our unique roles, uh, God uh, is able to give us everything that we need in order that we can use those gifts effectively. And, and, um, uh, what I wanted to 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 say, um, you know, uh, aligning to the scripture is that, uh, you know, um, I personally, as a person who is passionate about community development and in particular, uh, uh, you know, asset-based thinking to change the people's mindsets from a need just focusing on needs, but on focusing on the assets they have to be able to address their needs. Uh, I would like to. Uh, also participate in if if there's a community that any one of you is working with, uh, you know I I I'm making myself available to come and facilitate a workshop uh, there to work with you, partnering with you in um, um, development of the people in the areas in which you are working. Thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. Uh, which area are you operating in, Sadie? What, 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 where do you, what are you in Gauteng or? I'm, I'm, I'm in Gauteng in, in, in the northern side of Pretoria. Okay, great. Apologies for this question. Um, how do we pronounce your name? I see, I see it S A D I on the, on the screen. What is, what is the correct pronunciation, please, Sadie? Um, <laughs> Africans, English, and Sizwana. In Sizwana, Sadi. In Africans, Sadi. In English, Sadi. But it's Sadi. Sadi. Okay. Thank you very, very much for that. <laughs> you know, one, one of the very first things I remember when we started the, 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 the chat, the transformation, uh, the uh, community development on the transformation table, one of the first things that came out was the importance of learning the pronunciations of our real names, you know, not not the not the English name that 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 for the for the 
uh, black people, you know, and it's something that I've taken serious at my factory and it's made a huge difference. The, the fact that I call yeah. the guys on the, on the, on the, the, um, black names or, or, mm. or the original names, um, change the attitude, you know, and, um, and it, and we're having a lot of fun with it because I mess it up properly, but, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a slow process. So the guys are luckily patient with me and, um, it is, it is a good way to, 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 to that's how we respect each other. It's all about respect. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, if we can, if we can learn to respect each other in our country, we're going to be solving a lot of problems in a very short period of time. Um, answered, um, on that thing about names, a black guy said to me once, do you want my praise name or do you want my slave name? Yeah. Yeah. That's why Yo, today, I these days, they wear a name badge. I ask them, what does your name mean? And that is yeah. a it's a way in, it's a way in, you know, Yeah. because yeah, yeah. most of them have got a name that connects them with some heavenly purpose, you know, and uh, so, but that's it, a praise name versus a slave name. It's yeah. a shocking statement, but that's the truth behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's respect, will, it's respect. Yeah, if it's God's will, it's God's will. Yeah. Okay, I like about that. All I'm these other that things down. that we're talking about. But uh, I'd like to ask sometime, Freak, Mensa, um, uh, maybe we can talk about faith to believe God. You see, we spoke about the man on the roof caught in the storm. And he just prayed and said, okay, Lord, it's your problem now. You're going to do it. Um, now, would faith, this is something I'm wrestling with as well, and I'm sure there are many people in the country that need to learn these lessons and talk about it. Uh, I believe Friak has walked quite a road of this already, and that's why I want to ask him um, to... Do you just go to the airport believing somebody's going to buy the ticket for you? You know what I'm saying? Or where 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 does faith get stupid and and presumptuous? You bet. And that's the challenge. So maybe if we can talk about that sometime. I can't walk around saying I can't afford it. That's not a faith statement. My father can afford it. But where, how do I connect my earthly faith to, to his heavenly provision? You know this, you need 30,000 for this and 100,000 for that. And then it's coming. And that's the process that I would like you to teach me for one. Uh, because I know what I know, but I also need to unlearn a tremendous amount of stuff. And for us to change this nation is going to take a tremendous amount of money, which is not a factor to my father and your father. 
but that's why that's why I'm asking this because this is a a foundational lesson that we need to know. And so maybe there's others on the group that will join later that can also add uh, to this of how how did they step into a deeper uh, actualization of for looking of their faith. So I just wanted to put that out there while we're still uh, on on air this morning. Thanks, guys. Sure. Peter, I think that, that uh, I've made a note here that we're going to put put that into the discussion because it is it is it is a it's a much bigger it's 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 a big picture, not a much bigger picture. It's a big picture because remember, transformation table started uh, when we started. It was a, sort of a bit of business help as well, mm. and this is the this is a very serious business principle. I mean. Uh, the, the difference between a guy that's successful in business and a guy that's not successful is having faith in the future, taking the money that I've got in my pocket into this thing that is going to grow. Remember, taking you have to risks. plant it first. Yeah, taking you have risks. to be a risk taker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the guy absolutely. that, you know, we almost put everything on the table every morning, you know, me and Beverly. Yeah, yeah. And then we hope that it will not hope. Yeah. We have faith that and 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 then and the nice thing is the more you do that and every time that it's successful, you get more and more comfortable putting in more. And and it's a, a big it's a big concern for our economy because instead of the guys putting their capital back into the economy, they are now saving it. They're putting it away, yeah. hiding it away, taking it out of the country. And the pot yeah. is getting small all the time. Good you know, so um so we can we can, we should have that chat and it is it, it can have two sides you know and and it's actually the same side you yeah. know, if you don't have faith that our country is going to change then you need to leave now don't yeah. hang around you're wasting our time get out of here right if you don't Getting, have hope if you don't yes. have hope you will fail at everything absolutely absolutely yeah. and then it's, uh, and, and, and the hope is not a fictitious thing it is no. a literally putting your 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 your, your, what you have on the table, all of it, putting all your it's chips the, into the game. It's defined as a reasonable expectation of a better future. It can be reasoned. You can discuss yes. it and argue it, and it's reasonable. So I want to close with this one statement. Sadie spoke about talents and that in, in Matthew 25, um, in the parable of the talents, he says, to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. God knows your and my ability, and he gives us not to waste, but he gives us what he knows we can grow into and use. It's a very powerful statement that you can look compare yourself to somebody down the road with a with a huge ministry or a massive business and you say well why is that not me well it's not you you know it's your ability and his ability and this canada alipat it's just grace mm. yeah so these well, are well, big discussions that... that we need to have to you know, guys need to raise venture capital 
and uh, so forth. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And just my, a- yeah, just my last word. It, it's that, you know, just linking to that, it's that it, it starts with a vision. Uh, uh, you know, it starts with a dream, uh, an aspiration, a hope. But then asking yourself, what do I have? What am I able to do to achieve my vision, to achieve my dream or my aspirations? And, 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 and how do I then uh, invest what I have in that, in that specific vision? And, and it's all, it's, it's actually just tied to, uh, the talents, the measure of faith, because what you, what, you know, uh, the, the, the talent that we are given, it's actually like, like it said that, uh, it's, it's the ability to do something. So, but if you have a vision and you know where you want to go, you've got a dream. We want to see this country changing, but what is it that study can do to make a difference? What am I able to do? What can I invest? And, and in most instances, we tend to think about big, big, big monies, even in communities. Communities must be made aware that they do have assets. They do have something to invest in their own development. Then they own it because they, they, they have invested in it. But if we always bring resources into communities, then we're actually creating more dependency rather than saying, what do you have? And how can we then support you with what you have? But you must first start investing what you have so that we can build on what you have. Then it makes it, they can own it. They can see themselves structuring it, strategizing and planning it and they own it. And yeah, thank you very much. I love what you're saying, Sadie. That is so true. You know, there's two, it's a scale. You either have a lot of time and no money, or you have lots of money and no time. But it's very difficult to have both. So you're, 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 um, when, you, when you start off your business, you've got lots of time and little money. That's a good thing because that, that hones your, 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 um, your talent. Your talent gets – one doesn't – you're not born with massive talent. The talent is put into you, but you need to develop that, that talent. And and um, everybody's got a different talent, but it, you have to own it. It's back to that refiner's fire again, where you you have to refine it. It has to go into the fire, and it has to get tested, and it has to get panel beaten, and it has to get shaped. And you know nobody nobody's uh, you know it is it is a process, but you have to start somewhere. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that one exactly, like you said. So we're gonna have a good discussion. So shall we make that for? Not next Thursday, not the Thursday after, but the Thursday after that. I'm I'm putting it down in my book, so we've got we've got lots to do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for a great morning and the discussion for the guys that is in in, in prison. I hope you enjoyed uh, sitting around the table. We wish that you could have joined in talking to us as well. We would love to hear your stories, and Freak, it will be great if we can get that to happen one day, where we can. Hear the guys, uh, they, they, you know, we, we can have feedback. Um, let's have that dream. We, we, the, we can get ministered to from, from the prison, not into the prison, but from, from the prison. And I think that's happening to a certain extent already. And I think you can do, uh, part of that. But can you imagine that happening? Yeah. Because the stories that those, these guys has got to tell and the advice they can give to, to, to the youngsters, um, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, it's always so funny that the guy that has been divorced uh, five times wants to give you marriage um, uh, advice. Um, but I believe that the guy that's sitting in prison can you give you good advice of not how to not get there. You know, so um, uh, uh, that would be a that would be a nice morning if we can do that. Have the guys speak to us and joining around the table that we can hear their voices as well. Yeah, consider it done. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. awesome. By, by God's grace, the staying is he moved them. They moved last week to Oatswilling. So he's there as in full time. So it is possible. Yeah. It is possible. Is it possible already? Yeah. We'll do it. Wow. Yeah, I'm assist- okay. That would be great. Yeah, our guys. They're in the radio cell, our presenters, Flam and Clip and Freedom, Lucky, Paul, you heard what Menza was asking you. So get yourself ready. Thursday morning, just after six, you're going to sit with us in the studio that side and you're going to talk with us on the on the transformation table. We can give God all the glory and the praises for that. Awesome. Sure. That will be great. Cool. Um I wonder, is Anthony still, Anthony is our guy that closes off. So Anthony, can I put you on the spot and ask you to close for us in prayer, please? I'm sorry, I'm not in a position to be able to, you know, I have to ask someone else. Not in noise <laughs> okay, about thank me. Sorry. <laughs> thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Peter, can I put you on the spot? Oh, come on, let's just trust the Lord, eh? Lord, we thank you. You've given us each a measure of faith according to our abilities. But Lord, you know how much more we are capable of with you growing us. And we just make ourselves available to you here today. Lord, we want to be godly risk takers. We want to fulfill the purposes for which you have put us on this planet. We know, Lord, that your heart is for this nation and for to reach the corners of the earth from this nation. And we thank you that we are alive at a time such as this. We are born for a time such as this. We are seeing these things come to fruition now. The ark being built, time to rise, radio stations into the prisons and uh, hopefully to the corners of the earth. And Father, not only those that are in correctional services, but Lord, those that are imprisoned by depression and poverty mindsets and uh, those who are are not in prison uh, buildings, but who are in prisons of the mind and of the heart. Lord, would you enable us to fulfill the fullness of the ability that you have placed in us. We thank you for mental strategies. Like Menzo said, everything that we have been through has prepared us and brought us to where we are now. And we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord. Would you help us to ontgen, would you help us to to delve and to dig out all the treasures that you have placed within us, that we may freely give what we have so 
generously received from you. And we honor you now this morning. We speak blessing over this uh, Zoom facility and blessing over each one of us and our loved ones. Lord, use us mightily, we pray, to your glory. And thank you for doors opening all around us. Help us to see them and to go through them. Let us not miss anything you give us, Lord. In Jesus' name we ask it. And we thank you by forebought in anticipation. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 He, amen. Came, to set the cap he came to set the captives free. Amen. All of them. Yeah. Amen. Our dreams, our dreams deserve our courage. We just need to get into it. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. See you next week, Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business.